Hello, young lady. Hello, fine sir. Oh, you got something in your teeth, oh. and I don't—I don't want you doing the podcast no. the whole time. I knew it. I'm drinking green juice, and I was like, "You're—I'm you gonna end up." You gotta go like this a little Which bit. Which two? The one. Just keep doing that. Yep. We'll move over. Move over one. There you go. Pull that sucker out of there. Did you get it? Let me. Ah, uh, kinda. Let's mm. just leave it like it's that. It's green juice. And let people bitch. If, um, if it was true love, you'd I, get it out for I, me. I, I liked it. I liked that Rick zoomed in <laughs> on you. Pull it. So I can see. Um, well, let's go ahead and address the um, elephant in the living room. In the living room? Um, <laughs> I am wearing a UT hat. And, and I'll be honest with you, I'm wearing it proudly because I ended up raising several thousand dollars mm-hmm. making the Aggies and the Longhorns compete at um, the Hot Rod Run. Yeah. And I made a promise that whoever won, I would wear that hat. Mm-hmm. on the podcast and I like to keep my promises I'm a man of my word and, and here we are yeah so I hope you're happy I I, I feel different I feel weird I was gonna I say it's a, I haven't seen you in bright I mean you used to wear several years long, years, years long ago, time ago yes you used to wear a UT hat but we, I haven't seen you in an orange hat in a long before time before my nieces started going to uh, Aggieland so here we are we're wearing it um <laughs> glasses right nope, that, that's only fair i always that's wear the glasses usually do it, yep. sure. but i was also very entertained in the idea that that you go uh you were wearing a red sweater and then betty goes um you wore red last week behind the scenes betty was like nope you wore red last week and you know what i wouldn't have been a big deal the sleeve the sweater had cute puffy sleeves right here it looked totally different but you wear the same <laughs> damn tank top. And so if that's you're wearing black say. again, and then that's, I wear red sweater again, people can't tell on the little thumbnail on know. the screen that it's they a different know. episode. But I would actually like to know how many episodes I've worn this tank top. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a bit at this point. Your dress tank top? Um, your your fancy black tank top? But, but so much to talk about. And uh, first, let's talk about our friends at Old Salt Coffee. Wonderful human beings. Please buy your coffee from OldSaltCoffee.com. Trevino 10, I get to give one. Do- now, this all connects to what I'm trying to accomplish. So, yeah. And all year, we have a whole year now. We just finished Helicopters for Heroes, and we're going to talk a lot about that because uh, that's what I, that's how I spent my weekend. But um, Old Salt Coffee has agreed to give me a dollar for every bag of coffee that you buy. Yeah. Now, over a year, that can be a lot of dollars. Yeah. So please, if you're going to drink coffee, get it from our friends at Old Salt Coffee and put Trevino 10 so that I can get that dollar. Please. <laughs> please. Um, and then the other thing, of course, is our friends at Aztec Chevrolet. Here's what I learned. Right. And, and I just fucking sometimes hate people. That's really strong language. I what did fucking... you learn, Steve Trevino? What happened? So they left the Camaro overnight. John found it scratched. Somebody had keyed it. Somebody had slashed the tires on it. And that's how we found it the next day. Because people are pieces of shit human beings. Why? Like, what's the point of that? Because people are disgusting. And people are fucking horrible people. And they're uneducated and they're fucking stupid and jealous. And it just, oh, it broke my that's heart. Awful. It broke my when heart. When a car is wrapped, do you then have to like rewrap the entire thing? How do you uh, fix that? I don't know how they fixed it, but but I know that they made sure to fix it. But God, I'm just, 
you know, you, you just wonder what, where are these humans coming from? Who are these humans? How do they, how do they do that and go to bed at night? You know, and, and look, I'm hoping that it was some dumb kid. Maybe it was some dumb kid that, that has no clue and later on will Didn't grow up and realize, yeah. wow, what a, what a shitty thing to do, right? But Well, something like that, you accomplish nothing. It's not like you got any monetary value out of it. You're not getting money to go feed your family or but something. It, like. it just made me so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but lots to talk about. And, be, and before we get to Helicopters for Heroes... You know, I, and by the way, that's why my 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 voice is gone because I spent the entire weekend, literally eighteen hours a day using my voice, and it um, was freezing. It, was, very it cold. was so cold. But I want to talk about you know something you talked about right before this podcast, where you know we did. I did the seven days of detoxing. I was very happy, and I lost a couple pounds. And yeah, because of my lifestyle, I chose not to. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it back up again soon. But yeah. You have decided to push through uh, for 14 days, and and you said something today, and it makes you realize how much it affects, especially women. Well, I think I'm going to do all well, 21 days. Oh, obviously. Like so. at this point, I'm pot committed. But tell everybody the results, and 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 the thing that you said was the fact that I can get into clothes I couldn't get into. Oh yeah. Mentally is such a, a win. Is huge. Yeah, it's not even so much about the number on the scale. Like, yeah, it's exciting to see the number on the scale go down. I'm two weeks in, and I think I'm about six pounds wow. down. But um, but it's I was trying on pants. I'm wearing I'm wearing my fat my not my fat pants. Your fat pants are the ones you wear when you can't fit into anything else. But those are the ones you've been wearing. I'm wearing my yeah. I'm wearing my too tight pants this morning. Um, and just to be able to like, and there was another pair of pants that was too tight and I put those on this morning too. And I was like, which two tight pants do I want to wear today? Like, it's just for your, your brain. That's, no, it, that's a big one. It is. And, and, and I'm also talking to Rick. I'm probably going to be way less bitchy to you today because I fit in my tight pants. <laughs> well, cause you know, Rick and I, you know, are both overweight and I'm not making fun of Rick and I hope Rick doesn't get his feelings hurt, but, hey! but, <laughs> but. <laughs> But we were both overweight, and, and I would say, and I'm speaking for Rick, that it's very discouraging when you try and nothing's happening. Oh, for sure. For right? sure, which and, I and think is go, how I felt for a long time. Man, I'm trying here and nothing's happening. And, I exercise. And, and Rick, I got to tell you, doing that seven-day fast, our, our detox, mm-hmm. it really made me feel good at the end of the seven days because, man, you saw results. the results. It's like, it's a jump start, And I still like, I, I exercised this morning, but while I've been doing it, I've probably only exercised for like two or three days, gotten on my spin bike. Um, cause I'm really just trying to get the hang of the food side of things. And, and, and if you want to join us on our journey, you can call Gina, you get her number. Because uh, somebody, somebody uh, left a comment, comment, which always cracks me up. And they were like, Hey, what's Gina's info? Yeah. And I'm like, well, Gina gave us the info on the episode. Uh-huh. So just a reminder, our health coach is, her name is Gina Brown. I think in the description, if you open up the description of the episode, oh, what's her number very quickly. Gina's info is on there. Or I should a big piece of spinach in my mouth. <laughs> um, let's see. Miss Gina. But it, you know, Rick, I got to tell you, man, like it, it, you know, following the little program, they, they lay it out for you. I think I might be giving the wrong number. So it, it's in the description. It, it really was, and felt like a win. 
And when you feel that win at the end of seven days, because normally you do something for seven days and you go, what the hell, man? Like, it's just not, you know, so to feel that win and go, oh, man, because I yeah. lost like three pounds. In that seven well, days. and look, a lot of it is water weight, right? That first week, it's just like it's water weight and just kind of cleaning out your system, flushing it out. But but man, it, it, it felt good. And, and, and for the ladies, too, I can imagine, like you said, very frustrating when you have that pair of jeans that you used to wear. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you can't wear. Oh, well, no, I had an audition the other day where I was like playing a news reporter and I had to put on a suit jacket, which I haven't worn in a long time. And like none of my suit clothes fit. None and of it, them. It not the skirts, out. not the pants, not the jackets. It was depressing. And it, it's, well, it, it, it does bum you out. And you go, man, I used to wear this all the time. Yeah. I'm obviously overweight. Right. And for me, like I'm at, I'm maxing this belt out. I'm out of holes. That's you know, an awesome feeling too. That that's you time know, for a new belt. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. <laughs> there was a little bit of me because I don't like spending money on clothes. Where I was like, do I want to lose weight? Because then I got to buy clothes. <laughs> um, but but it was it it has been. I, I cheated a little bit um, this weekend. I did too, uh, just out of like necessity. It's hard when you're traveling. Well, it, it's hard when you're traveling, but you know, I was doing helicopters for heroes, and and I was trapped. At the ranch. Mm -hmm. And whatever food we were providing for the veterans, that was my choices. Yeah. You know, and, and we'd have a salad, but I would always wait to eat last. And, I, you know, I always wanted everybody to eat first. Because there's times where all this food is being donated to us at Helicopters for Heroes. I want to make sure that our veterans, our, our sponsors, I want to make sure that they all get food. Yeah. You know, so much so that, that we had a brick oven pizza guy come out, which... They were fantastic pizzas. Oh, my mom said they were delicious. Delicious. and But they could only make so many pizzas. Yes. You know, and we actually ran out of pizzas. By the time I got pizza, it was Little Caesars. Yeah. And nothing against Little Caesars, but I didn't get the brick oven, thin crust, deliciousness, <laughs> right? Which, which I'm totally fine. Yeah. Right? But it left me... Without a salad option, because we did have a salad, boom, that was gone. That was gone. I, it, I, I didn't get the good pizza that was brick yeah. oven pizza. And then it was pasta. And pasta, I got the hot and ready. Yeah. Right? So it was what it was. And, and I told, but again, being aware, telling uh -huh. myself, I will have a slice right now. Yeah. Instead of, normally I would sit down and I would murder four slices of pizza. Yeah. And then I'd be miserable. So this time it was, I'll have a slice now. And, I'm, and in a couple hours, if I get hungry again... I have another slice. Yeah. So I only had two slices of pizza that day, but it was within two hours. Again, trying to be more aware. You know where it got me was when we got back from Helicopters for Heroes, when we got home on Sunday, or when I got home on Sunday because we were traveling separate. Uh, I was just like hungry and needed something. And once I deviate from the plan, then it all goes to shit. I'm like, well, at this point, like I screwed up. And if it's like, if I don't follow it to a T... And I veer the off wheels course. Fall off. Yes. The wheels fall off. Yeah. Right? Um, and I don't even want to talk about uh, Windstar Wednesday. We're not even going to talk about it. But because, it, you know, we all get it. I go to casinos. I usually win. I did not. And, and that's what, not why I want to talk about it. Yeah. I was just so offended by um, how, how bad the dealers were. At Windstar? Oh, my God. Rude. Um it was just sad. So let's not talk about Windstar. Okay. There's so much to talk about for Helicopters for Heroes. Yeah. Now, you know, I train with, with, with Chief. And of course, Garrett goes to Jiu-Jitsu. And, and we talked about this. 
And there's a, a, a man there. And he always walks in. He's a super fit guy. Yeah. But he's an amputee and a veteran. And, and I wanted to make it special, you know, and I wanted to make it fall on his lap. I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want to tell him a month ago, Hey, I'm inviting you to this. Yeah. Right. So that week, mm-hmm. this is Wednesday. I go up to him. I go, Hey, AJ, uh, I'm Steve Trevino. He goes, he goes, yeah, I know who you are. Right. <laughs> I go, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're mine. And he goes, what? I go, I really, really need you to come to this event that I hold. I want you to come. And he was like, yeah, no problem. I'll, you know, I'll volunteer, whatever. The best part about AJ, didn't ask details. He knew that I asked him to be there. And he was like, I'm there. Showed up Friday and... The, the festivities began. Well, and you got to tell people, it was one of those things where like, because we had crazy weather again in oh Texas, flights got canceled. People, there were people who couldn't come in, like flights vendors got, getting oh. to the, to the uh, location. Yeah. Normally we would have everything set up and ready by Wednesday night so that we could get there Thursday and set everything up. So, you know, our tent people didn't come in until Friday morning. Our, our tables and chairs didn't come in until Friday morning. Um, volunteers didn't make it in because it was too icy. We had an ice storm. We were freaking out because we're like, man, are we even going to get to fly? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are we even going to get to fly? And, and I got to tell you, man, and it, it's so interesting to me. We, we, we raised, and I don't want to lie, but it's very close to give or take $800,000. This whole year with different things that you guys year. have hosted. The whole year. That's amazing. Um, and, and one of the ways... That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's really amazing. And, and our benefit, our benef- uh, the people that are going to be benefiting from that money, we always choose different people, uh, is U.S. vets. And they spend their time getting veterans off the streets, rehabilitated, and into houses. So... Well, it was... I'm sorry. It was no, really, really cool to hear them speak at the event because they also have... Um, someone who comes in and helps these guys write a resume. And they also have someone who they like partner with other businesses in the community so that these guys can get decent paying jobs, yep. you know, because um, they're the, very capable. It, I just, I think it's a really, really amazing organization. The, the other guys were Homes for Freedom. Mm-hmm. And these guys actually build homes to put them in. So, so it was a perfect marriage because uh, U.S. vets... After they've, they've rehabilitated them, after they've got them a job, they want them permanently off the streets like we all do. Yeah. And then we give them a house. In, but in a home that these guys, that's accessible for them with their wheelchair or, you know, whatever they, they need. So those were our beneficiaries this year. And, and, you know, and what people don't realize is one in every nine homeless people we see on the streets is homeless. Is a vet. Is a vet. One in every nine homeless person is a veteran and, and. U.S. Vets does such a great job of getting them off the street. So, and I, I, you know, I got to tell you, man, my heart is so full right now and I'm so happy and it, and it's so, it still feels very selfish. Well, no, you, you know, know what I got to say? It was really cool because this was my first year to go was just to watch how people interacted with you. And it was really cool to see one. It's like these people weren't, treating you like Steve Trevino, the comedian, you know, they really got to see Steve Trevino, the very human, kind hearted, 
man that I know. And it was just really cool to see people appreciate you for that independently and completely unrelated to anything well, you do. Well, you know, we, we, we ended up um, very short on volunteers. So, man, I got in there and I was literally being the trash man and the bag lady and I was dumping trash and I was setting up tables and I was setting up chairs. Yeah. And because my goal is we had, we have all our beneficiaries. I mean, I'm sorry, we have, so the people that attend Helicopters for Heroes, they mm-hmm. are our honored vets and honored guests. Mm-hmm. So we had 42 wounded warriors mm-hmm. there uh, with AJ made 42. And then we also had the people who are our sponsors and depending on how much they give us money wise are allowed to bring X amount of people as their guests. Mm -hmm. Then the other people that are there are people that us vets gets to invite and homes. And I'm saying it wrong, but you know, and and then, you know, um, Russ from Raven and, and velocity outdoors He's now a big part of, of the organization. So everybody there is there for a, a purpose. Yeah. You know, um, and, and because, and, and my goal, look, I don't care that you gave us X amount of dollars. If you are here and you are a sponsor, mm-hmm. yes, we're going to take care of you. Yes, we're going to put you in a helicopter. It is not about you. Yeah. It is about the 42 veterans that we have there. And our goal is to give them a weekend of a lifetime. So full shooting range for them, all the food they could eat, all the drinks they could have at night, the flying that, you know, and we had an independence fund who was a beneficiary before Uh they come up to me and they go, we're going to give you $7,000 worth of merchandise to hand out. So I would go up to these veterans and be like, hey, uh, you get any helicopters for heroes gear? Oh, no, I haven't had a chance to go over there. I'm like, well, go over there. Here's 250 bucks. Go buy whatever you want for 250 bucks. And every and I think one of the best compliments at, at the end of the, the weekend, you know, and I try to talk to all of them. Yeah. I like to go have up to them. Have a moment with each one. Have a moment. Go up to them and say, man. And then they thank me. And I go, don't thank me. This is all about thanking you. Yeah thanking you and when you see these guys and they're thanking you and they're they're missing limbs yeah my mom said that because my my folks came to to kind of participate and be there with the kiddos and my mom said renee it's hard she's like it's really hard to be there and see these young men like that you know with their missing legs and their missing arms and she's like it's as as a mom i think it was really hard for her to imagine if that was her child well and and it was a lot colder than we thought and a lot of the guys were not properly geared up and when you go in the helicopter and you're going 130 miles an hour, it is cold, right? Yeah. So it was like I'd stick my hand out to shoot and then I'd bring it back in and put it by the heater and I'd stick it out and then I'd bring it back in because it was so cold. It was so cold. So a lot of the guys did not have the proper jackets, the proper stuff. So I'd go up to them and be like, hey, are you about to go up in the helicopter? And they go, yeah. I go, listen, man, follow me. Here you go. Here's a jacket. Here's gloves. And, and they're looking at me like, are you sure? And I'm like, fuck yes, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, I'm absolutely sure. And they're like, but you've already given us so much. And I'm like, fuck you, man. You've given us so much. Yeah. You know? It just, I'm sorry. They've given us so much. And yeah. I'm sorry. 
It was really amazing that you were able to do that for them this weekend. <clears throat> and all that mm. money to U.S. vets. I, I just, just think it's really great. I love them so much. You know, and, and their humility and their willingness to, to help out. I mean, some of these guys, they don't have a leg. <laughs> Uh, they have a, a prosthetic and, mm-hmm. and they're in there helping with tables and chairs and, and, and they were just so appreciative and thankful and, and they don't realize that, no, we're the ones. This event is about thanking them. Yeah. This is about you, you know. Yeah. And then at, at the end of the, the Sunday, you know, we're, we're wrapping up. We, we, we go Sunday from eight in the morning until two o'clock and, and several of the guys go, hey man, this was bucket list. So this is the best weekend of yeah. my life. Yeah, a guy told me that too. I forget uh, what he said it was on his bucket list, but he goes, I've checked off a lot of things on my bucket list. I've gone alligator hunting and, you know, I forget what uh, else he said. Jumping out of a plane, I think, was another one. He's like, but this, he's like, this tops them all. What? And he, uh, one of them <laughs> grabbed me and just hugged me and, and, and he goes, thank you. He just kept whispering in my ear, thank you, thank you. And I was just really overwhelmed, you know, yeah. and, and it, 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 it it's a lot of work, you know, and, and, and all of you, all of, and then, you know, and then, you know, we, we have a, a very new friend that has become a very good friend of ours through actually through the hot rod run, yeah. you know, John's brother, Jerry and, and justice came out to hang out. They were amazing. They, you know, they saw that, that we didn't have enough volunteers and boom. I mean, these guys were, you know, and, and, and I noticed that, that Jerry is a lot like me, mm-hmm. you know, I, I enjoy making other people's days that's what i love to do yeah i love to give i it it makes i don't like to receive i love to give i love to serve i love to to be i mean i was picking up plates and and several of the guys were like steve you don't have to pick up plates yeah and i'm like look i'm not here to be a comedian i'm here to make announcements i'm here to be your host i'm here to keep things moving along and exciting and I'm here to serve, you know? So, man, I'm running around doing everything I can to make them happy. And then, and then when you see somebody like Jerry, you know, who is a very, very successful man, right? Who is the boss in his world, mm-hmm. he totally become humble. Not to mention, I don't even know how much money he spent on the raffle. Yeah. Then he's throwing cash around. So not only did he volunteer his time and, and help out and serve... Then he also served in a whole nother way by throwing some serious cash yeah. at us. You know, the auction alone, we raised over $220,000. Yeah. Just the auction alone. Are we going to talk about the auction? <laughs> Selfishly? What? <laughs> and the uh, the trip to Italy oh. that, <laughs> that our friends bought. They were actually bidding against each other. And they, had no, they had no idea. They were like calling each other on the phone to tell them, stop bidding. Stop bidding, right. Yeah. Well, Jerry's, Jerry got a, a trip, bought himself a trip to Tuscany. Uh-huh. And then Jake, uh, who, by the way, you know, poor Jake, that guy, if anybody works the hardest all year, it's, it's Jake. Jake, right? Yeah. So then he buys a Tuscany trip for six. Uh-huh. Jerry buys a Tuscany trip for six. Yeah. And then Russ buys a Tuscany chip, uh, trip for six. And all three of them invite us. <laughs> They're all like, hey, well, we got six spots. You and Renee want to come? And I'm like, hey, Croatia's not that far. We just have to go. We just have to kind of find a way to avoid Ukraine. I'll take take Tuscany. I'll take Tuscany. That'll do just fine. Everybody's bidding Renee's second row. And she's like, 
Well, I didn't know they were all bidding around me. And I'm looking at you on stage like, hey, can I bid? Can I bid? And you're like, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Well, I already knew what was going on. Oh, I didn't. Um, But man, you know, you want to talk about a fulfilling weekend. Yeah. You know, and and I got to tell you, man, you know, the Durrell Foundation out of Corpus Christi, Texas. Durrell. I feel like you're saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I got to tell you, man. Wow. And again, you know, and, again, and, another charitable foundation giving to this charitable foundation, like just, well, and, and not only that, you want to talk about a fat check. Okay. They wrote us a hundred thousand dollar check, a hundred thousand dollars. And I, and you know what? And I, I always brag about South Texas people and, and I don't know if it's the culture down there or the way that we were raised or what or Texas in general, or I don't know, but they were not demanding. They were not, because we have had donors in the past that are like, hey, where's this and where's that? And no, I'm the, I talked to her I'm and the she big was sponsor. So sweet yeah. because they were literally about to go up, right? When the weather came the weather through and they had to stop. And she was so sweet, babe. She just kept saying, it's okay, we'll get up. Like, uh, it's I okay, mean, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hang out. And if the weather clears, we'll go back up. She was so sweet about and, it. And Bill wasn't demanding wasn't and, and he's such a chill easy going oh, guy, easy going guy yeah. you know mark shaberg i mean all those guys i, I was just so impressed and, and they're kids they brought they brought and when i say kids you know they're in their 20s yeah you know even the kids were super sweet super appreciative and and they they could have been demanding and they could have been you know a lot of times these big big donors are a pain in my ass <laughs> And they want this and they want that. And well, where's this and where's that? And I want to go up in the air now, you know, that kind of attitude. And of course, because they are huge donors, all of us, me and 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 Kat and Jim, yeah, and Harrison, we're all scrambling to you to know accommodate to, to accommodate and make them happy. But but Bill, you know, I, I I just if anybody's listening to this that knows Bill from from you know Corpus. It just, I, I, I could not, I could not be more, imp- and, and it's another one of those things that number one, I hope I have that kind of money someday. And number two, I hope that I'm generous with my money like that. And number three, I hope that I am that humble about it. Yeah. Because, and not, not to mention, dude, Bill's wearing fucking jeans yeah. and a shitty jacket. Yeah. And he just gave us $100,000 and he doesn't look, you wouldn't even know that that's our title sponsor. You know what? Um, our neighbor, Peggy, she said, my my wish for my kids, she's like, and I tell them this like a mantra. Have I told you this? She said, I want you to be healthy, wealthy, humble, and kind. And I feel like that's that's Bill. Oh, no, yeah. Bill, Bill just really, really just had, he, he was just so humble. And I was so impressed. With his demeanor, yeah, his good attitude, and and you know, I'm constantly checking in with him. Can I get you anything, Bill? Uh-huh. Is there anything you need? What can I do for? And he was like, "I'm good, man. We're all happy. We're all having a wonderful time this weekend." Because I think when you truly understand, you are not there for you. Mm-hmm. And by the way, did you give your money to be recognized, or did you give your money because you care about the cause? Yeah. And when you see 42 veterans, most of them, 
most of them missing limbs. Not to mention, I can't even imagine what they're missing inside, right? The, 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 the emotional damage that they have suffered that we don't see right. with our eyes, right? Yeah. It, you know, it, once you understand that, hey, this is not about me, right? Yeah. This is about them. Yeah. And showing them the time of their lives, right? And, and for me, that's my goal. Yeah. I don't care if they think I'm a celebrity. I don't think that, I don't care if they think that I'm funny. I do care that they think, hey, Steve went out of his way to make me comfortable and happy. No, you yeah. guys, the whole helicopter for helicopters for heroes crew did an amazing job. It's a great event. It's not, I mean, to be able to pull something off, that's just not a lot of charity events are a one night event and it's over. This is like a weekend long thing. Logistically, the foods of that, the organization of the transportation and getting them there and everything. Well, and, and we, um, and there was yeah. a video game truck and there was ax throwing and there were musical acts at night. Well, oh, like, so that's, that's it's not just to... the helicopters. There's all kinds of stuff happening. That's what I wanted to talk about. So, you know, Tim Montana was not supposed to be there, uh-huh. but him and Jake, Michael Ray uh-huh. was at the Houston rodeo on Saturday. So Jake pulled in a favor and asked Michael Ray and Tim Montana yeah. If they would play for us. For if you guys free. if you guys don't know who Michael Ray is, he has that song on country radio right now, Whiskey and Rain, that's yeah. playing like crazy. It's the number one everywhere. song in the country. Yeah. Right now. That's Michael Ray. Um so Michael Ray came out and volunteered and donated his time. And we literally had a, a private acoustic concert from Tim Montana and Michael Ray. It was awesome. And it was just awesome. Now the best part, fuck Michael Ray. <laughs> Fuck Tim Montana. Oh, don't say that. No, that's amazing uh, for them to do that. Garrett, our son. Yes. He's such a good little performer and such a good singer. He went on stage uh-huh. and he performed and sang God Bless the USA by Lee Greenwood. And I'll tell you this, because the sound system was not great, uh-huh. there was only one person that got that room completely silent. Yeah. And that was our son, Garrett. And he sang that song, got a standing ovation. With so much little pride. I mean, just so much. It was really, really cute. And he just had so much heart. And I mean, I don't think there was a dry eye in the place. Yeah. And I got to tell you, man, and, and you know, I, 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 I try not to be the dad that's like, my son is great. No, and but my no, son no, is this. It, it, yeah. It wasn't even about that. It was like, here's this little kid, like showing patriotism to these men who, re, who, who fought for, you know, who fought for that. So it was just a really sweet moment. It, it was a very sweet moment, but I got to tell you, man, I had moments on stage when he was singing of just, I was overwhelmed with pride. Yeah. You know, and it, it's a feeling that you really can't control. Yeah. You know, you just, I mean, I'm sitting there like, oh my God, I'm so proud of him. But it was like, it it was so cool. It was, it was important to him too. It was important to him to sing that song again, not for himself. Like I want everyone to see me sing. It was important for him to sing that song to those veterans. But, but you know, I hammer it, I hammer it in him. And then, and then you said something and you said, you know, Garrett just turned six. I don't know if he got anything out of this weekend and, and. Well, no, I mean, look, the kids spent a lot of time in a video game truck. (laughs) 
and, and he loved the throwing axes and throwing axes. And I was like, did we, you, you were so busy, you know? And I was like, did he really have the time to sort of connect the dots? Well, and, and that's when we had a conversation, Yeah, you know, and, 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 and kids, kids cannot control their face. Yeah. Right. So when he first got there Friday, was it Friday? Mm-hmm. We got there Friday. And you see all these men missing arms, missing legs, in wheelchairs. One would walk by and Garrett would have this look on his face like, what the fuck? Right? Like, oh my God. You yeah. Know? And I, at one point I saw him having that look and I said, Garrett, I said, do you understand what's going on here? And he goes, they all have robot arms and legs. You know, and I said, well, Garrett, I said, they lost those limbs, you know, most of them at war, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why we're here. And he goes, I know, dad, I know. That's why we're here. He goes, because they gave so much. And I go, yes. So, he, you know, he definitely got it. And I think that, that in life in general, you really don't learn things until you experience them. Yeah. You know, I tell people all the time, you can tell, you know, that kid, hey, don't ride that motorcycle, right? That motorcycle is a bad idea. And the reason I know it's a bad idea is because I've lost friends on motorcycles. I've myself have fallen off of a motorcycle and and survived and got lucky. I have seen my friends get paralyzed and people I know get paralyzed. So I have seen it. Yeah. You know, you tell this teenager, hey, these things can't happen. They don't believe you until it happens, you know, and hopefully it happens in a way that doesn't take their life. Yeah. You know, and I think that Garrett physically seeing these men walk around with these missing limbs is very important. Yeah. You know, Um, and then one of our speakers, um, Jordan, who I got to know, and, and he's been with us for three years now. You know, he's completely <laughs> missing one of the legs, but, uh, you know, great sense of humor. I was going to say, you got to finish telling this story because yeah. you're laughing as you talk about him missing well, a no, leg. Just, we, me, and, me and him had such a good time talking shit back, to, back and forth to each other. Yeah. You know, and he would call me short and, you know, I would go, man, you know, I've been on my feet all day. I go, you've been on your foot all day. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and we were just, you know, and that's another thing about these veterans is, 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 you know, we live in a world that people are so sensitive to words uh-huh. and here you have these guys missing limbs and they don't care what you say to them. Yeah. They could care less. You know, they love to laugh. They love to talk shit. They love to make fun of themselves. They, you yeah. know, they have a great sense of humor. Don't about, tiptoe around them. Just have an honest Well, some of them can tiptoe. Because, <laughs> Um, but, yeah, but you know they, they just have these wonderful sense of humors and and Jordan very funny guy and, and and very well spoken well this year we finally said hey man you gotta tell your story yeah you know? man again I'm a big softy when it comes to my boys man I, I, I cried again I don't think there was a dry eye in the place when he was done talking and, yeah. and you know he basically has said that Helicopters for Heroes saved his life you know, he, he explained to us that he was sitting in a bathtub with a gun ready to take his own life. Yeah. 
and he gets a text message from a fellow vet inviting him to helicopters for heroes in, in three weeks. And he said, you know what? I'm going to see what this helicopters for heroes thing's about. And he didn't take his life that day. And he came to helicopters for heroes and we've adopted him. Yeah. You know, not only have we adopted him, he, uh, you know, Russ, one of our big sponsors and, and board members from Velocity Outdoors and Raven Crossbows, hired him Saturday. Yeah, at the event. Hired him. To kind of spearhead their charitable arm. Their charitable arm. And, and you know, when you hear stories like that, you know, it, it just the whole weekend just filled my heart. I mean, it was a lot of work. Don't yeah. I mean, I've lost my voice. I was exhausted. Jake was exhausted. Poor Jim. Jim, Jim Cat, everyone. That guy. I mean, he was there all week setting up. Yeah. You know, Harrison, you know, and, and again, you know, when you see these guys and, and none of them are asking for credit. Philip Brooks started the whole damn thing. None of us would be there without Philip Brooks. Rhett donates his ranch every single year. That's amazing. And, and not a word. He doesn't say, hey, y'all need to clean up or, hey, you know, somebody's yeah. disrespecting my land or don't put that there. Man, he is all in and he doesn't say a word. Yeah. I'm having to introduce people and go, this is Rhett. He owns the ranch. And they're like, oh, you own them? Because he hasn't said a word. Yeah. You know, Philip Brooks this year begged me. Philip goes, don't say my name. Please do not say my name. He's like, you guys are doing a great job. I'm so happy with the way things have grown and become, please don't say my name, but I'm like, fuck you, dude. You yeah. started this. Yeah. You know, Gunny, you don't see Gunny inside. It is, the man has got to be 60 something years old, right? We call him Gunny because he's an old Gunny uh, from the Marine Corps. And dude, this guy, he is on the flight line, running the flight line in 20 degree weather with a wind chill factor of nine it was cold. And the man, you don't see him. And when he does come in to do the prayer before we eat, he's peppy and he has a good attitude and he's having a great time. Yeah. You know, so it, just to all the people that participated and, and so moving forward, I was very bummed out about the lack of volunteers and I have not made it easy for people. I've had a lot of people hit me up over the years saying after your shows I, there's I want to help how can I help so yeah. I think we need to put a button on helicopters for heroes that says I want to volunteer I want to be there I want to serve and I want to be Steve's volunteer yeah so that we have them lined up and I'd rather have too many volunteers than not enough yeah that was the uh the hard part about this year was I really couldn't entertain uh with my comedic talent because I spent most of my time cleaning up. Yeah. You know, Sam and her girls, you know, cleaning up. Yeah. Walking around. Jeremy from Triple J Armory. Him and his dad. He's amazing. His they brother. were amazing. Yeah. Oh my God, they're nonstop. You yeah. Know? So we just need a little more help next year. And, and due to, um, Due to the fact that the weather held a lot of our volunteers back. Yeah. And due to the fact that, you know, because we started so late, there was very little communication as to what needed to get done. And yeah. that was my fault. Well, I was going to say, yeah, just, you know, logistics, coordinating and stuff like that. Well, we get there Friday and we're completely the behind. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm talking about we got an event to start and I don't have tables. I don't have chairs. The barn has not been swept, not been cleaned out. Yeah. I mean, we're, I mean, we're like, there's no lights. We're sitting. I mean, it was insane. Yeah. As to as soon as we walked in the door, it was let's go. Yeah. Right? So hopefully next year, weather permitting, that, that things will go a little more smooth. Well, this was the 10th anniversary and I think you guys did an amazing job. It was I'm, an amazing I'm, event. Really, really cool. I'm very proud. Um, and again, I'm proud of you. You should be all of but, you guys. It was amazing. But it really sometimes, you know, cause I get so much out of it. Uh-huh. It's, it feels selfish, you know, and, and it feels like, man, did I do this for me? Yeah. Because I, I get so much out of it. Right. It recharges. Oh, well, that's it recharges what I, was gonna say. I think when everyone leaves, even though you're exhausted, when everyone leaves like that with their hearts full, that's, that's, that's a win. successful event. That's an, yeah, that is the win. And that is the goal. And, and I just, I, I, you know, I'm, I know I'm leaving some names out, but I'm just so proud of everybody that, that came out and was a huge, huge part yeah. of Helen. And it doesn't have to be a huge part. You know, we, we have a couple people there that zero money came out of their pocket, but man, they busted their ass. Yeah. Right. They cleaned tables, they folded tables, they stacked chairs, you know, everything that needed to get done, man, they were there busting their humps, you know, and, and, yeah. and making an event for these guys. You know, and, and I love that one of the veterans, man, y'all need to give us a duffel bag <laughs> when we get here. Cause <laughs> our suitcase does it's not, not going to hold it all. Um, but please go to helicoptersforheroes.com and, and, you know, I hope that having this conversation with my wife in front of you guys, you realize, you know, how beautiful this event is. And, and that if you just, if you want to help just a little bit, just get your coffee from old salt coffee. You know, if, if you buy a hundred bags or 15 bags or 10 bags throughout the year with the code Trevino 10, you, you've just given me a hundred bucks Yeah. and you got your coffee. I got my dollar and that, that now, you know where that money's going. Yeah. You know, and, and we just, we're just so proud, man. And it, it was awesome. And, you know, uh, forgive my voice for not being good. Forgive me to all the Aggies out there <laughs> um, for wearing this Texas hat. But I'm sure it's coming off as soon as this podcast episode is done. But I made a promise that I would wear it if they won and they did win. And, and I am, I am proud to wear it and I will, uh, I will do almost anything to raise money for our veterans and for our children. Yeah. Oh, and then Garrett, Garrett did so good with his little, his heart, uh, don't, uh, raising money. Oh, his kid's heart challenge. His yes. kid's heart challenge. He did so good. And, and he raised enough money that he, we got invited to go. He has tickets to a Spurs game. And Spurs I think they're going to call the kids. You and I got to figure out a date. We're going to do it. Cause there's a couple of dates and I think they have the kids court side for a little bit. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we love you guys, and, and I, think that, I think that we're gathering a bunch of people on this podcast that, that truly care about family and faith and, and giving back. You know? and, and if you are those people, man, stick around, because the more our, our army grows, the more we can affect other human beings, and, and my goal is a million dollars this year. We hit 800000 and I'm damn proud of that. I'm not saying that that is not... A huge accomplishment. Yeah. But I will hit a million dollars. Yeah. 
No, we love you guys. I am Steve Trevino. Oh, and I will selfishly, I will be in uh, Palm Beach, Florida when you're watching this. So please come out and support. Yeah. And then I'm in Tunica, Mississippi. Tunica. Yes. That's how you say it. Tunica. It's close oh. to, what do we figure out? It's Mississippi. It's an hour from... Mississippi. It's an hour from... Not Memphis. Nashville. From Memphis. Memphis. Uh, so join me there. And then after that, we're going to the Carolinas or Brea. Brea, California. Brea, yep. Um, so come see us live. You know, we're, we're always writing new material. You know, people ask me all the time, new material, new material. First of all, it is extremely hard to write new material. Mm -hmm. If it was easy, everybody would be a comedian. Number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, shit has to happen in my life. Uh, Renee has to fuck up so I can, (laughs) uh, write some material. And and number three, I'll do something. It is always growing and always changing. Um, you guys are amazing. Thanks for watching another episode. Please share us with your friends, please.